There's like very few things that cause more contention in my family than the uncle versus mom meatball debacle. Oh, where my no. uncle fucking puts raisins in his pasta sauce. What the like fuck? Like a fucking animal. Like a sociopath. What the fuck <laughs> is That's wrong disgusting. with him? <laughs> and the rest of us are like, that's offensive. I'm, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. That's a, that's, I feel like that's a crime against red sauce. It's a red sauce, right? I have to It's assume. a red sauce. Okay, yeah. It's a crime that's, against all Italians ever. Could you it's, imagine raisins in an Alfredo? Oh, <laughs> my stomach just turned. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to Boundary Issues. It's like finding raisins in your Alfredo sauce. Oh my god. <laughs> No, it's you're, not. It's a good thing. <laughs> you're, you're such a raisin in my Alfredo. <laughs> you're really a raisin in my Alfredo. You're, tonight. you're like finding fruit in pasta sauce. <laughs> no, no, no. Now that I'm sick to my stomach, yeah. now that <laughs> we're all nauseous. a little nauseous. <laughs> now that we're all nauseous and have alcohol. Ready spaghetti. Ready, ready spaghetti with ready raisins for sp- on top. Re- ready for spaghetti crimes. Ready no. for spaghetti crimes with raisins and Alfredo. Uh. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Boundary Issues. It's like the point in a good cry where it just turns into manic laughter. I'm Jen Douglas. I'm Gianna Gabardella. And I'm Lydia Gard. And who hasn't been there? Who yeah, hasn't been there? This is familiar. I was there today on the train. <laughs> I will probably be there later today. You you had a good public cry on a train. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, before we dive in tonight, I do have a crossing the line because a few weeks ago, we a few weeks we ago, we talked about our mothers and their Tinder profiles. And I just have to say... Joanne Douglas would never get a Bud Light Lime if she could help it. She orders Bud Light with a lime. And I'd like to formally apologize to my mother for ever slandering her in such a way. This slander is unforgivable. I know. I'm, like, I'm very I'm... sorry to have unintentionally participated in the slander of Joanne Douglas on this yeah. podcast that we created. I just, like, I can't believe I would ever say that. Like, you know she gets that fresh lime on the side <laughs> yeah she gets that fresh little wedge stuck right in the bottle because yeah. she's classy and they'll be like yes. bud light lime and she'll be like no no i don't drink trash no sorry I, bud light, bud with, light a lime. with lime i want the that bud full line bud is light independent yeah. oh god i want that full <laughs> bud flavor that full oh, body no. bud that <laughs> is really known for this bud light's a good year like <laughs> Thick. The fine vintage. Ah, yes. yes. The uh, the Vintner's collection, Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Goes so well with my Alfredo and raisins. Fresh Please. from Jersey City. <laughs> oh, no. I just... <laughs> I depart from this world. Gianna told us about a spaghetti crime that her uncle created, and then I said the worst thing ever, and now, of course, Jen has to just... <laughs> Keep bringing it up. Repeat it until we die, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> until the end of our lives together. Ugh. The until last we... supper is going to be us eating Alfredo with raisins. I'm going oh to make God. it. Uh, On like my, my deathbed, I'm going to be like, the last thing I need you guys to do for me is eat my Alfredo and raisins. That's like my <laughs> 1984 torture meal. <laughs> Where they're trying to get me to confess to some shit. And they just make me eat that. Until I, until I scream like a canary. <laughs> scream like a canary. You know how those the old saying. Scream like sc- a canary. Scream like a canary. <laughs> you know. All right. Let's dive. Let's dive right in. Let's dive right in here. Let's let's what get do we got? let's get flexing. Um, we have a a good addition to horrible normie meme corner which is a very very small niche we have wedged ourselves into but Mm -hmm. i love it so Mm -hmm. much um so we all know straight people (laughs) we all know know what facebook is um uh so i'm assuming this was on some sort of an image uh that was shared um it was uh, a so the images of a little girl looking up at a wedding dress Oh Christ Almighty! Okay, oh, well now I that we about that. now that we yeah. have that just in the logs, put that in your brain. 
yep. mm-hmm. and go on a visual journey with us, picture that, and listen to my tale. Uh, a girl, <laughs> a girl bought an iPad. When her father saw it, he asked her, "What was the first thing you did when you bought it?" "I put an anti-scratch sticker on the screen and bought a cover for the iPad," she replied. "Did someone force you to do so?" "No." "Don't you think it's an insult to the manufacturer?" "No, Dad. In fact, they even recommend using a cover for the iPad." "Did you cover it because it was cheap and ugly?" "Actually, I covered it because I didn't want to, it to get damaged and decrease in value." When you put the cover on, didn't it reduce the iPad's beauty? I think it looks better and it is worth it for the protection it gives my iPad. This is the worst structured conversation I've ever seen written out and it hurts me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father, okay, so last line from the daughter is, I think it looks better and it is worth it for the protection it gives my iPad. Uh, the father looked lovingly at his daughter and said, yet if I had asked you to cover your body, which is much more much more precious than the iPad, would you have readily agreed? She was mute. Indecent she dressing. She was mute. She was mute. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> she was struck mute by the wisdom Ooh. that this strange other creature gave her. Mm-hmm. Indece- and the, it finishes off uh, the icing on the, the cupcake is indecent dressing and exposure of your body reduces your value and respect. Parents slash grandparents teach your ladies their value. Um, so that was. I don't um, respect iPads. I don't. Let's re- just get that out. <laughs> iPads have no autonomy. Fuck that. First of all, respecting technology. First of all, iPads are something you own that don't have it's autonomy. A, yeah, it's a, it's a flat robot. It's like, a flat <laughs> robot. That it's is not ro- sexy at all. It's a flat mm-hmm. robot you use to access the internet hate machine, and it's not yeah. a person to post There's your trash memes like this. That. Yeah. Yep. Um, I God. Wanted, where to begin? <laughs> Who are these fathers setting up fucking like Rumpelstiltskin ask riddles to <laughs> trap <laughs> to trap their kids into adopting conservative viewpoints? Like, right. Answer me these riddles three and cover your slutty ankles. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I really thought and I hoped and I prayed that as like technology got better, we'd get like better metaphors and, and better Or at least stories. better memes. <laughs> better memes, but here we fucking are with new and somehow worse ones. Like Also, the picture is of like a literal six year old girl. She can't afford an iPad. She didn't <laughs> buy an iPad. Yeah. She didn't buy a case for her iPad. It has nothing to do with anything. That little girl doesn't even know what value means. Who's yeah. this toddler that is stacked? To her. <laughs> this toddler is stacked. She's been doing the hustle. Yeah. Who's this toddler that, that is stacking her bread so high that she can yeah. buy not only an iPad, but iPad accessories? Like, what's she doing? <laughs> right. Who's she hustling with that Girl Scout money? Like... <laughs> No, no, no. God. Honestly, all I got from this is that I should go buy a see-through bulletproof glass bodysuit <laughs> to cover my horrible iPad body. Like, <laughs> your, terrible, your terrible flat robot body. So, yeah. Gina, I see you're wearing a tank top right now, and I really want you to know that's depreciating your value over time. Don't my leave value your, just went down. <laughs> don't leave your apartment or you'll have off-the-lot depreciation, which means if you try and, like, redeem your value when you're back in your apartment, like, if you try and do a trade-up, you won't get as much money. Dang. That's how this works, right? <laughs> God. I was really hoping to trade myself in for a better model. <laughs> a newer model. Yeah. I'd love to trade in myself for a version that has less anxiety about everything. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good, oh. good stuff. Good stuff, everybody. That's, that's Normie Meme Corner. Have, hope you all had a good time. <laughs> I had a bad time, um, objectively. <laughs> But <laughs> um, to just totally switch gears, we have someone who, who wants our help. <gasps> yeah. Honor. Somebody, somebody um, listened to us and was like, these, these people sound like good conduits for advice. Yeah. Which is terrifying. <laughs> so I'm going to read it, and it's long, but all of it is important. And just, like, for a moment, like, bask in the, like, wonderfulness it of this person like sharing this with us because 
It's pretty rad. Um, so, this listener writes, I just started listening, but I am so thankful you guys are making this podcast. You remind me of my close friends who live far away now. Um, that's because we are your close friends who live far away. We are. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's us, your close friends. Hello. Um, I hope this isn't too long of a backstory. I just feel very conflicted and would adore any strength and advice you can send my way. For a while now, I have been getting the feeling that my fiancé, parentheses, we don't have a date set, is not the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. I love him more than anyone else before, and we've been together and living together for a few years now. But his troubles and needs have not changed over the years, and I'm tired of many of them. Um, I feel like a mean person for judging him and not wanting to take care of him in any way I can anymore, especially since I know I am not any better or less complicated of a person. I have my own recurring depression and anxiety and unhealthy habits, but I have grown and changed from our hardships. I can't tell at this point if he has or if he thinks of how he can help me throughout the day as I do for him. I am sure that I am not obligated to help fix someone else's life and take on their burdens. Here's the hurdle, though. We are going on a trip to Europe in two months. He's never been out of the U.S., so this trip is kind of a big deal for him. I do love him and don't want to soil this new experience for him by either making it a sad trip with his new ex or a trip he thinks I forced him out of. Also, I have a history of not being able to handle his upset emotions in any way. I am incredibly empathetic, and I realize I lose my confidence, parentheses, that my desires and opinions are justified when he responds with tears uh, self-deprecation, aggression at the whole world, hopelessness, or, quote, I didn't know, you never gave me the chance, you perceived it wrong, etc. Should I try to break off our engagement before this big trip? How do I hold my ground against this person I have cared for so much? Thank you for all you do. Listener name. I know. Also, I love... Thank you for all you do. In like the nonprofits, we would like say that to each other a lot. Just, it's like it makes gives me like nonprofit feels. Yeah. yeah. First of all, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Yeah, this, this is, is a really is, big this thing. This is a really big difficult thing, and I don't know, just the fact that like you're willing to like ask our opinions and like ask for, I believe, what did they say? Any strength or advice? Um, that's just really wonderful. When I read this earlier, I cried. Oh, um, and I, I super appreciate this, and um, I'm sorry that you're going through this. This is yeah. really hard. It, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to try and kind of objectively evaluate where you are in your relationship, and coming to the conclusion that it's not where you want to be. And trying to figure out what steps to take from there. Um, so thank you for trusting us with this very important uh, task and thinking that us three uh, clown shoes will have salient advice to offer you. <laughs> We're going to try our best. Where do we start? I Life, I think, is too short to make... A legal decision, which is essentially what marriage is, um, in separate of the romantic context, to spend, making the legal decision to spend your whole life with somebody, or to spend the rest of your foreseeable future with a person, if you're not certain beyond a reasonable doubt that they're the person you want to be spending the rest of your life with. Um, And, yeah, it's just something that if you feel like this is not going to be the thing for you you absolutely need to extricate yourself before you get the law involved (laughs) Um, totally because then you have to go to court and you have to do newspaper stuff where it's just like i i did a divorce maybe sometimes if that's what they do in your state sometimes you need to do that um and yeah yeah it's hard It's really hard. But you're absolutely right that you don't need to continue um, trying to be relentlessly supportive of somebody that you don't feel is making progress to move away from their current issues um, in the same way that you are and are trying Mm -hmm. to do. Um, You know, don't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. 
all that good stuff, which you seem to understand as hard as that is when you love somebody. So yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's selfish to, to not be able to hold someone else's problems or issues. Um, and that doesn't mean you're not an empathetic or kind person, but like sometimes the reality of it is that the intersection of two folks problems just like isn't compatible. Um, yeah. And it's okay to admit that, you know, like you can be like two perfectly good people who like love each other and care, each- care about each other, but the way that your your stuff comes together. <laughs> and everybody's just, got like, some stuff. <laughs> everyone's got stuff. Um, but when you put it with that other person's stuff, it, it, it doesn't work. Um, and that's really hard to admit, um, especially when you love someone. And it's really hard to choose yourself um, in this kind of situation. Uh, because it sounds like you do have a lot of love and a lot of care for this person, but um, choosing yourself is like a really brave thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like sometimes, like we grew out of relationships, and that's what's normal and what's healthy. And I think that that happens to a lot of people. Um, and I totally empathize with the not being able to stand up to your partner all the time, especially when they're emotional. Um, I know reading this, like, for me, I feel like I've, I, like, I know this feeling and I know that, like, if this were me, I would probably, like, force myself to go on this trip and break up after. Yeah. And that's based mostly on my own, like, discomfort with confrontation. But I also know how painful and uncomfortable that trip would be to go on it knowing that you're not fully on board with this relationship anymore and so despite the logistical and financial results I think that like the best option here would be to break it off before the trip which is really unfortunate and yeah but either way it's it's a messy and hard situation and I'm sorry yeah but I also oh sorry (laughs) no worries ultimately um I think it's important to keep in mind that like both of you are going to be okay at the end of this yeah yeah it's um it is an incredibly sucky thing that hundreds upon thousands upon millions of people have done before (laughs) and it is it doesn't make it any less painful or unique to your situation but yeah you're gonna you're both gonna be okay at the end of it all (laughs) Um, and I kind of second the uh, breaking up before the Europe trip thing and maybe bowing out of that um, on your end so that if he still wants to go on this big Europe trip that he's never gone on before, he can make the choice to do that. Um, and you don't have to A, be his ex on the trip because no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Don't don't go on a trip with sad exes. That's no, the worst that's idea. <laughs> that's a bad. This. That's a bad time. Just that's a whole bad trip. Um, but if also like, if he's just like, man, now I don't want to do it alone, or he's feeling bad, he can also decide not to go on the trip of his own volition. Um, and oof, that money hit is gonna hurt real it's bad. Gonna suck. That's gonna yeah. suck yeah. really bad. But um, I think. I would pay untold amounts of money to avoid going on a trip that uh, I knew I was going to, either A, I knew I was going to break up with somebody at the end of, or B, be their ex on the trip already. That would yeah. be, I would pay a lot of money to avoid all of those, situ- both of those situations for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, f- I feel like yeah. that kind of big traveling is like such a significant big thing to do together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like to have that in the back of your mind the entire time that like this is it. Like you're not going to have fun. You're not going to have gonna fun. Be fun for either it's, of you. Like even no. if he doesn't know what's going on, like you're not going to have fun and it's just yeah. He's going to pick up on that because yeah. people I'm assuming he's not oblivious to this stuff and yeah. It'll it'll be it'll be very uncomfortable on the best end of things (laughs) and also like logistically speaking like this might involve like you two needing to like sit down and like talk about what's gonna happen with with the trip trip. yeah so like you know is he still gonna go you know if so like can a friend of his like 
take your ticket or something. Yeah, Yeah. like take your your part, your space in the hotel. I don't know. I don't know how traveling works. (laughs) Can you you move dates and flights around maybe so that maybe you don't lose a whole shitload of money, but you're not traveling at the same time. So you don't have to be together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like the weird part about like big breakups is like there's all this like emotional stuff you have to figure out, but then there's also like a lot of like really weird boring logistical <laughs> boring stuff to Clerical figure out. Clerical work. Yeah. yeah. Paperwork to yeah. file and emails to respond to. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh no, I need to like reroute my mail. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um. Oh, this actually wasn't my account. This was their account yeah. that I used all the time, and now I need to d- get my own. <laughs> That stuff's, like, annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, painful to do, but, um, yeah. yeah. That, that That's where friends come into it, because, like, friend support, like. Friend support. <laughs> yeah. Is going to be really important. Yeah. Yes. And I, I also very much empathize with the um, just kind of crumbling in the face of uh, bad partner emotions. It's Not hard. bad. Not bad no, necessarily, not, as in like, like yeah. aggro, but like they're you know hurt and upset, and, and yeah, yeah, and you you don't not care about them, so you want to make them feel better. But this is also one of those things where it's just like you're probably just going to have to practice the the ugly deed in front of the mirror or something, or with a friend, and then just kind of do it. Um, yeah, and I feel like. I feel like this might be one of those times where if you really think you're not going to be able to kind of follow through with this, maybe have a friend on backup. Not necessarily in the room with you for the thing, but, but on somebody call. that on call kind of, yeah, an on-call friend that can offer either immediate support or like an extraction <laughs> plan if uh, if it gets there. <laughs> Honestly, that's what, like when I left my most recent relationship, like I knew that I might not like have it in me to stick to my guns like Mm -hmm. when faced with his emotional reaction and so my best friend was like waiting down the street in his car like ready to come get me yeah when i was ready and like it's okay like we're not all like we can't all be like stone cold bitches who like you know stick to our guns and just like and just like get out (laughs) getting got out um so like it's okay that this person's reaction will impact you because like you've had a like a part of a life together like it's yeah it's no small thing um but I think like remembering like why you're making this decision is is really important Mm -hmm. and yeah um what like led to this decision like all the self-discovery and like right prioritization you had to to go through to get there yeah and as Gianna said like choosing yourself is the most important thing and taking care of you right Um, and and I hope it I hope everything works out. Yeah, I hope and everything I, works out too. Yeah. Thank you for writing in and, and sorry. Yeah, yes. Sorry, bud. This this sucks real bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no matter how it turns out, it's a it's an extremely bad feel, yo. Yeah. Um it's never easy to break up. No. And or travel. With or people. travel. <laughs> or break up and yeah. then travel. Um <laughs> all combinations of this are all combinations of these things. Yeah. Every puzzle piece of this is just bad and and complicated. <laughs> um and yeah. 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 And if and I'm assuming I'm we're all kind of making the assumption here also that you have talked to um your fiance about the issues that you feel um, aren't really progressing or getting anything anywhere, really. So, like, if you haven't, talk about that first. But if you have and their reactions are still the, you know, you didn't give me a chance or I didn't know or blah, blah, blah. And it's still, it's if you feel like you're starting to become a broken record, I feel like that alone is sometimes enough of a reason to exit a relationship because you're not being listened to is really what that comes down to. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's just... Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Whatever happens, we love you. Um, Take care of our long-distance friend. Take care of our friend. Be nice to our long-distance friend. Um, And, yeah, we we hope it goes as well as it can. Do you guys want to hear something from someone who's not a friend? (laughs) Oh, man, do I have to? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
left into not friend town. <laughs> Perfect. Today, today on Reddit, we have. Oh no. <laughs> Whenever you say Reddit, I'm just like I just gird my loins like for the worst show <laughs> oh, <yeah>. imaginable. <laughs> um, okay, a student, four male, of mine, twenty five female, brought me flowers, and my boyfriend, twenty eight male, says f that and dump them in the trash. It's <laughs> an overreaction to be mad at him. This is the I'm part like, where I like crush my wine glass in my fist. <laughs> Like, the title makes me so mad. (laughs) I'm a kindergarten teacher, and yesterday one of my students brought me flowers just as school was finished for the day. Aww. (laughs) It's very cute. That's the only reason to be a teacher. That's the only reason. His mom came to pick him up, and she brought the flowers with her, and he gave them to me. She told me he asked her to get me flowers for my birthday, which was last week. I thought it was really sweet and hugged him, thanking him and his mother a lot. So I took them home and put them in the vase I had. But when my boyfriend came over and saw the flowers, he asked me who gave them to me. And I explained what happened, assuming he'd also think it was cute. You know, the normal human reaction. He promptly (laughs) said, fuck that, and dumped my flowers in the trash can. Which pretty much ruined them. We ended up fighting because I got pissed and he told me he was lying and not to accept flowers from other men. What? Okay. Later, he told me I overreacted and I should understand why he isn't happy about me accepting romantic gifts from anyone. (laughs) He said he'd buy me some flowers if I wanted them. I'm pretty sure I didn't overreact and we've been together a year, so would anyone else consider this a deal breaker? Or at least a red flag of some kind? TLDR, student asked his mom to buy me flowers. She did. He gifted them to me. My boyfriend saw them and threw them in the trash. So, you know, what do we think about this man who is jealous of a four-year-old's dating game? To Trash Sounds Island with thee. <laughs> Another settler for Trash Island. Another colonist for the Trash Island in the ocean. Go. <laughs> Banished. Go. I have an idea. I, Throw the whole boyfriend away. Throw yeah. him in the trash. Sometimes you just got to take the whole man, throw him away. Start over. Start over with the new one. <laughs> yeah. Get a different new man. This guy literally got into a jealous, stuff-destroying ma- mad. He got into a mad <laughs> and <laughs> threw out a four-year-old's gift. Like, th- quite possibly the only pure gift you're ever going to receive in your life. And he he destroyed it. And he killed it. He ruined it. Also, being a teacher is fucking hard. It's the worst job in the entire world. And you deserved those flowers. You You deserved them. (laughs) And if, like, this dude's masculinity is so fragile that he is threatened by a literal child. Uh, A four-year-old is barely even a child. Like, that's still a fetus, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's a walking baby. You just like, came up on the shores and started walking. Like, just yeah. don't even. <laughs> just swam up. Just swam up. You started walking. Ugh. You're a four-year-old now. That's just, that's how babies work. That's um, how babies grow up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they wander wow. out of whatever body of water is nearest to you, and you just kind of take one home. Wow. That's yeah. all? Yeah, that's that's it. it. That's all you gotta do. Oh just go to Lake Quantico and find a baby. But uh, anyway, our generation was a mistake. Uh, This small child and his flowers are the future. Please grow up to be a good man. Small flower boy. Yes. Small Small flower boy I would die for. I would die for this child and his flowers. And his mom who bought the flowers. And his mom who bought the flowers and also his kindergarten teacher. Yes. (laughs) Oh. Gianna's frozen. Oh. Podcast over, guys. Sorry. Okay. We had one question left, but... That's it. We had one question, and that was it. That's the whole thing. Uh, oh, she's gone. Oh, yeah, she gone, gone. Man, I hope Gianna's still alive. I hope she comes back someday. <laughs> I miss Gianna. Do you miss Gianna? I miss I Gianna. Miss, I miss Gianna. I don't think that, you know... I don't think she'll be gone forever, but... I think she'll come back. I think she'll come back. I hope she comes back when I'm still alive. That would yeah. be 
That would be yeah, the best. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd yeah, be good. that'd be that'd be nice. Uh, well, um, well, <laughs> we have half of an episode. We have half an episode. <laughs> oh, now I'm just connected. She did it. Hi. Hi. She she did it. Thank for messing with it, honey. I forgot. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Bye. I have no idea what's happening. Your hair is so fucking long, Lydia. Right. How did it get so long? How did long? it get longer when you went to the haircutter place? Yes. Your hair got longer when you went to get it cut? <laughs> I, um... I didn't really get a whole lot of it cut off. I just kind of got layers. Did okay, but uh, that doesn't explain how long it is. <laughs> so long. So I don't get it. I will never reveal my secrets. I'm sorry. God, fuck. She's just so full of biotin. <laughs> no. I have so much butt collagen chugging. in my body. <laughs> yeah. Biotin butt chucking. Yeah. <laughs> biotin butt chug. That's how I keep this hair on my head. Silk is smooth. <laughs> Just shilky and full. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember where we left off. Left off, but like, fuck off. This. I don't remember where we left off. Where we left off, but like fuck this guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I hate him. Gianna left it. for a hundred years, and now she's back, and we hate and this man. Good night. And we hate this man. And, uh, <laughs> up next. Up next, we have a, a submission. Um, yes. From a dear, dear listener. Precious listener, thank you for your ears and for your words. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you for sharing your ears. our dumbasses to speak on it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, they submit, do I have to use internet dating? I don't want to. Sometimes I feel that I have to use online dating because I won't meet other poly people in the real, real world. Um, and I don't, I don't too... This person accidentally a couple words, but um, I don't want to just go to poly meetups trolling for partners. I want basically a classic romance with a twist. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I like <laughs> it. Yummy a, twists. A lemon, a lemon twist to your to your classic romance. Um, I mean, same. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What do we think? So I. I think it'll be hard. I think it will be a challenge. Um, but I do think it's possible to meet people IRL. And I think it's possible to meet other poly people IRL. It's just going to be really challenging. And you'll have to get really good at having that, like, conversation to figure out who's poly and who's not. And, like, I imagine it's a hard conversation to have. So, like, this person would need to get used to disclosing that part of themselves. And asking Fairly other people about on. their yeah. thoughts. Yeah, and doing that really early on. Um, but also being aware that, like, some people are not going to be into it. And, like, that might have to be the end of that. Um, yeah. But if you can get used to, like, having that conversation and, like, putting yourself out there in that way. And, like, you know, can feel, like, empowered by that. I, I think it's possible I think to it's do possible. it I, I think it's probably going to be, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be limiting. Because I feel like, I mean meeting anyone in real life is a challenge never mind someone who has like a similar like view of relationships that you do is like an extra challenge on top of that and i feel like the good thing about online dating is it's really easy to like weed out people who aren't interested in poly relationships or like only look for like if you're on something like okay cupid like it's very like there's a section for it where you can yeah. just be like non-monogamous, yep. looking Click. for other non-monogamous people. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, I think it's probably the best way to go. But as Gianna said, I'm sure that it is possible to find people out there. I haven't met any of them, but <laughs> where are we keeping these people? Where are we keeping where are them? They? That's not true. I've totally met like some poly people out just in the world, in the wild. Yeah. yeah. A just do encounter. weird stuff like go rock climbing join an improv group yeah go find people yeah go go find weird stuff and the weirdos will find you um true and yeah it is definitely possible but if you are also consciously choosing not to use 
resources available to you to like hone in basically your focus to like I want to meet other poly people that's who I'm looking for and that's it if you're not using things that like actively whittle that down for you you're kind of you're, you're creating your own roadblocks in a kind of sense which isn't necessarily like wrong you have every right to pursue how relationships however the fuck you want but yeah if you don't like online dating and you don't like going to like poly meetups and stuff you're gonna have it's gonna be a hard time friend yeah <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. be real with you it's gonna like be I difficult totally get not liking online dating it sucks and so. i I also well, get not liking meeting up with new, unfamiliar groups of people. That yeah. also sucks. But, so, yeah. So, like, one thing I would recommend is, like, if you do, do try online dating is, like, get offline as soon as possible. Like, ask people out for coffee instead of messaging with them. For a million years, yeah. I try to do that, like, as quickly as possible because otherwise I'm not going to fucking remember who this person is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, it might, another avenue to try is, like, talking to, like, your friends and seeing if they know any poly people who could like help you access that community yeah so maybe nothing nothing as like you know aggressive as like a poly meetup but like oh hey my friend is like involved with the poly community and like they probably know some people they could introduce you to like i i think people are somewhat more open about it now so like yeah i think there it's kind of connections to be made i think it's kind of dependent on like where you live in Your that location. sense but i i think totally. i think overall yes also that it's it's a generally widening concept that people are coming around to more being like ethically non-monogamous and stuff like that um because and i and i totally respect the not wanting to go to meetups because you feel like you're trolling for a partner or someone to bang because that's also yeah. not a cool thing to do in any kind of community space really um but also like poly meetups are partially just for there for communities sake like you're going to make hopefully friends when you go to these meetups and stuff and that's and friends a lot of the time are how you get into relationships so don't don't necessarily if you're not if you're like hardline on the no online dating thing don't necessarily discount the meetup part of things yet but don't go into it with like i'm gonna i'm going here to to find a, a significant other because, yeah, that, that's not going to yeah. work. <laughs> and maybe this is, like, a little different. So it's not, like, as explicitly online dating, but, like, there might be, like, Facebook groups or Reddit. Mm. Reddits. Yeah. If, especially if you're in a city. I feel like that's more um, possible. Uh, but, like, I bet there's, like, Boston queer communities on Facebook, and I, I would hedge a bet that maybe they're, maybe they're a little more hidden, but there might be poly communities as well. Literally. It's not, oh. like, date online dating, but mm -hmm. a little easier to access. Sorry, yeah. Liv. Oh, no. I, I totally interrupted you. I was just going to say, like, literally every single city has a subreddit. Um, yeah. So if you live even near one of those, check it out. And if you follow the, you know, follow the magic path golden brick road or crumb trail yellow brick road so trying Red to crumbs? i'm trying to find the analogy and it's not happening ignore me if <laughs> i was like is this are you teaching us a new feature of reddit.com <laughs> of, of reddit.com online um no i just have very acute aphasia all of a sudden <laughs> so, perfect so yeah <laughs> Go to your uh, city subreddit. Your um, local Reddit. Your, go to your local subreddit and find out what's happening. And, you know, go from there, maybe. <laughs> it's amazing. Every city does have a... Like, Worcester, Massachusetts is one of the worst cities. It's, like, it basically <laughs> a, a pile of garbage that's on fire. No, yeah. wait, that's Springfield. Um, Worcester is the Close garbage enough. fire next to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even that has, like, a pretty active subreddit, so... Yep. Or active enough. <laughs> active <laughs> enough for my purposes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we hope uh, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Did that help? Good luck. Good, good luck. Good, good luck. luck. Let us know how it goes. Uh. Oh, my <laughs> no. Lydia, no one is listening for that. I am. <laughs> Somebody is learning something. I gotta listen for it. I edit the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, to close things out, for today 
my dear, sweet, beautiful friends. No, don't leave me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go away. Um, What are some good, like, get-to-know-you questions to ask someone on a first date? My personal favorite is, what, if you were a natural disaster, what natural disaster would you be and why? That's a good one. What would you be? Thought-provoking. What would you be? I think I would be a tornado. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think because, you know, I tend to get carried away. And get really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just whip yourself up. Yeah, and just <laughs> whip myself up into a frenzy. Into a frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But I like that one because it's kind of like it's not like a positive thing really. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like what's your unique combination of weird shit about you that would make you a disaster? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we all have bad shit. So what's mm-hmm. your bad shit? What's your bad yeah. shit? What would you Tell guys your... be if you were natural disasters? Oh fuck! Um, I think I'd be one of those like California wildfires mm-hmm. that just like starts because someone was roasting marshmallows, Dumb. and now everyone's <laughs> lost their homes. <laughs> <laughs> some some white couple was like doing a gender reveal with a gun and then they set fire to the bush oh wait that yeah. actually happened oh wait that was a thing that happened because we it's like can't deal with anything apparently <laughs> <laughs> we can't yeah very accidentally destructive mm. um and kind of unpredictable like yeah. it could either go away or it could totally take over Sacramento, I don't know. What's in California? Nothing. <laughs> I think you got it that right. I think yeah, Sacramento. Sacramento's in California. Yep, definitively. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I would probably be a tsunami um, because I Ooh. withdraw really far and then I destroy everything in my path and then I leave again. <laughs> Just when you think she's gone. Just when you think she's I'm gone, back. I come back even worse and then I leave. Yeah. Yep. And other people get to pick up my shit. <laughs> I love oh. that. Yeah. So I, th- I think I'd be a tidal wave. Nice. It's a good one. These are all very good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're better dates than most of the people I go on dates with. Like, obviously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we are fantastic I don't, I don't have a podcast with those people, so. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, my, one of my favorite questions, and this is because I think about this a lot, is do you think outer space is scarier or do you think the deep ocean is scarier and why Mm. i would say the ocean because there i know there are creatures in there that i don't understand and that freaks me out yeah there's um verifiable whack shit in our oceans <laughs> like there is certifiable dark it's yeah like, it's dark dark it's very dark it's like all this dark. is universe how I has feel. stars yeah. i don't know i'm sure if i like started watching a documentary about the vastness of space i would probably have a panic attack but, <laughs> oh like what was that movie where fucking what's her face got like untethered from gravity the oh i didn't watch that i could not watch that movie. i watched that in theaters and it ended and it was just silent in the theater and everyone <laughs> no. just kind of wandered out like dissociating <laughs> oh shit like my legs were wobbly yeah it was <laughs> one of the most intense movie going experiences i've ever had yikes i don't think i could deal with that i'm afraid of both probably equally yeah <laughs> um, yeah i think the ocean it's on our fucking planet like mm-hmm. i go in the ocean like 10 times a year yeah like so i could like, i could accidentally get there yeah. <laughs> I could accidentally yeah. get to the bottom of the ocean and like yeah. see all the bad shit that's there <laughs> but also space i think a lot about like what we think aliens are like and how we can't even imagine probably what aliens are actually like like yeah. our because... brain would probably explode if yeah. we actually experienced aliens yeah that freaks me out well, that, so, that's like the whole, I like the whole theory that aliens are act- actually kind of interdimensional beings and the way that we interpret them is uh, socially based rather than what they actually look like. Holy so. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck am I right now? I'm turning off the podcast. Our the podcast is canceled. Bye, everybody. <laughs> we 
we have to go. Lydia's starting her own podcast about extraterrestrial life. I'm just and gonna. We, oh. I'm just gonna call. I'm gonna put aside my grudges and call Henry Zabrowski. And we're just gonna start a <laughs> podcast where we both get baked and scream about aliens. <laughs> I would listen. To I that think so he hard. would be into that. <laughs> I feel like I hate Henry Zabrowski so much because it's like the dude version of what I would be if I were a small ginger. <laughs> yes, I agree. I feel like that's where it stems from. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate Ben Kissel. <laughs> I'm just picturing uh, Lydia with a pot, like her own podcast, and sh- she's high, and she's just like in the middle, forgets what she's doing, and just wanders out the room. Yeah, I mean, that's that happened. Like, and it's just like an hour of silence and occasionally Duvon meowing and Lydia meowing back at him. I would, I feel like I would at least put ambient noise in the editing cycle over the parts where I just kind of get up and leave my station. And then, yeah. So what you gotta do is a 24 hour live cast. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We're like, sometimes there's nothing going on, but sometimes, sometimes Lydia's just... high and she's here to talk about aliens. So. <laughs> sometimes Lydia's high and she's here to talk about all the shit and the TV shows that her family let her watch when she was a, a single digit kid that just I, yeah. ruined everything. Like the X-Files. <laughs> <gasps> you know how I feel about the X-Files. Oh. I fucking love it. I would die for the <laughs> X-Files, but it's also literally the source of every single paranoia dream I have. Yeah. Dark fear, oh, yeah. alien fear, ghost fear, all of it can yep. be traced back to the X Files and uh, me watching now it. Now my like internet 10. breaks. <laughs> yeah. My. Oh, oh she's back. <laughs> sort of. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Do you miss Jen? <laughs> I remember when Jen was a thing. I remember when Jen was on this podcast. It was. I love her frozen face right now. Yeah, it's kind of good. It looks like she's um, like she's got something under her tongue, like a jawbreaker that she's trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or she's about to make the Wookiee noise. Oh, no. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 Looking like your internet's being fucky, huh, Jen? <laughs> Dang. Is, do you think a wave of internet issues is just traveling I'm through scared. Massachusetts I'm right now? I'm scared I'm next. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be next. <laughs> it's coming for The you. podcast goblin has gotten two of us so far. I'm very scared. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the yeah, last maybe. question. Maybe I can escape its ire. Oh, my God. Oh. Are you back? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> Discord is being a little shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's being, it's oh. being away tonight. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Lydia, what is your question that you What's asked? What's your question? Oh, yeah. My first date question, um, I really like finding out what cartoons were game changers for people when they were Ooh. kids. Or, or, or cartoons that they hated when they were kids that they really like now. Because I have a few of those that I didn't appreciate when I was a shitty child that I really appreciate now as a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. Um, my, my two are probably... Um, Hey Arnold and the Wild Thornberries, as far as cartoons wow. that are like that, like my dad, who, like who is fu- has funded? No, that's not the word. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Who's been at the forefront of every uh, nerd thing that I've ever been a part of? Uh, always used to like. He was like, "Yeah, let's watch Hey Arnold." Like, "Hey, the Wild Thornberries are on." I was like, "Okay." I'll watch these bullshit cartoons, I guess. <laughs> You're like, this is an anime. This is an anime <laughs> or SpongeBob, so it's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob molded me. SpongeBob was yeah. actually a very good show. <laughs> My personality was like forged by in SpongeBob. The depths yeah. of SpongeBob. Yeah, that's in yeah. bikini body bottom. Yep. Yeah. Bikini body. <laughs> bikini body. Um. Yes. Yeah. What, what, uh, do you guys have any cartoons that, like, fucked your whole shit up when you were kids or that you love now but hated then? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Sailor Moon made me realize I was, like, a little gay. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Sailor Moon was where I discovered the gay gene it was hiding yeah. within my body. It was, like, unlocked. The gay gene was unlocked by Sailor Moon. Yep, yep. Um, because nobody on that show my was grandma- straight. <laughs> 
<laughs> my grandma really loved the show Johnny Bravo, and like I was like, very, <laughs> I love like, that. That's show. so like, fucking grandma, good. Whatever, this is stupid. But now, like, I have like a, a fond appreciation. Yeah, for Johnny that Bravo. show was so inappropriate for me at the time yeah. that I watched it. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was hilarious, and I remember we had to like wait, like wait up really late, like me and yeah. my yeah. other brother yeah, to yeah, see yeah. it on TV. <laughs> I remember um, the first time I discovered Adult Swim was <gasps> was at my Vava's house. Because whenever I would go stay at, at Grandma's, it was no rules just right. She did not give a shit how long I had that TV on, did not give a damn how late I stayed up. Would, like, deliver potato chips to my face. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, like... I for- An angel. It, like, at some point, I, I found uh, Inuyasha or something, and then, like... The Holy rest of shit. my life was ruined, basically, because my my grandma <laughs> because, acc- because my grandma accidentally let me discover <laughs> grown up anime or teenager anime. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Grandma, why? Great questions, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, was... I just yawned through that whole. Great questions, you guys. <laughs> yawn, yawn, Cut yawn. This is so fucking boring. Great questions. <laughs> Great questions, you guys. Oh my. Where can people find us at BoundaryCast on Twitter? You can find <laughs> she us. fucking got it. I was like, oh or no, we- another, <laughs> another episode, another time getting all of our shit wrong. <laughs> Only speak if you're confident. We're at BoundaryCast on Twitter. And you can email us at BoundaryIssuesCast at gmail.com. And tell us some of your delicious, tasty stories. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. Feed us the, that story streusel. You can also find us yeah. at boundarycast.com, um, where we have a beautiful website that Jen made and um, I think links to our submission forms and all that good stuff. So. Glorious. Yeah, do that. Send us, send us your things because we love your things. We love your things and we will see you on the next bye week. And I love your ears. And Jen loves your ears. I don't love them. Um, I don't really Please, feel it. Lydia, I don't really own, find your own fucking thing. <laughs> okay. No. My no. My thing is the ears thing. Okay. So That's what's my, my thing, thing genius? that I say? You find your own. Listen, thing. brain genius. <laughs> if, you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna draw a picket line around your shit, <laughs> you need to provide constructive <laughs> criticism for me. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, We love you. (laughs) Goodbye.